Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today I have the pleasure to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Danny Boots, and her winning book is titled Revenge. Danny is a science fiction, fantasy, romance, and young adult author who loves anything with a story. She has a BS in anthropology, a master's of urban and environmental planning, a certificate in novel writing from Arizona State University, and a BS in herbal science. Currently, she is working on a young adult urban fantasy series, a historic fantasy vampire series, and a young adult sci-fi series. She has also started an indie publishing company called Fox Tales Press. She also works with Ant Hill Studios in creating comics through Antic Comics. And her hobbies include reading, watching anime, cooking, studying different languages, wire walking and hula hoop, and working with plants. She's also an herbalist and sells her concoctions on Fox Craft Apothecary. She lives in Phoenix with her husband and visits Seattle often. And I am thrilled to have this opportunity to share her with you. So welcome to the network, Danny. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you. I love, there's so many things in your bio that I want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I need to know about wire walking, first of all. I haven't done it for a while. I need to update my uh, bio. But I used to do uh, tight wire walking up in Seattle. uh, Oh, I'm blinking. I can't think of a school. School of Sinka, School of Acrobatic Circus Art. Oh my God! What what made you decide to do that? Um, just feel like fun, just escape from uh, work and stuff, and go and do that. My husband did it with me, and so we used to like be on the same wire and juggle back and forth. Not for long, (laughs) we were beginners, but it was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh! You obviously had to be somewhat good to be able to do that, especially with someone else on the wire. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of core uh, oh, wow. <laughs> That's so exciting. Do you think you'll get back to that? Yeah, I've been trying to find it somewhere in um, Phoenix, but mm-hmm. I haven't found anywhere yet. And then with COVID, I'm kind of waiting. That's true, too. I used to live in the Phoenix area as well, and I don't, re- I don't recall seeing anything quite like that. We'll have to look into it. There, there's definitely circus art, arts, um, but they're more like the aerial arts. Mm-hmm. Was like the fabric and stuff, but I haven't found tight wire. I could buy one, but I don't know where to put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You, especially in Phoenix. I mean, it's warm enough outside. You couldn't you erect something outdoors? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then, like, if there's a monsoon or something, then bring it in real quick. (laughs) Maybe put a trampoline underneath in case you need some safety. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could see that. You never know. You might start a whole new thing where you could start a whole new business teaching people how to wire walk in your backyard. That would be fun. That would be fun. I like that. Well, listen, um, congratulations on the book win. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that it was, was exciting. <laughs> it was exciting. So the book is titled Revenge. Maybe share a little bit of the book with us so our listeners have an idea of what it's about. I have a small pitch, so I'll read that. Yep. I'm bad at like, memorizing and on the spot, so I wrote it down. Um, so wanting to find out the truth and why her former fiancé let her home and people be destroyed by invaders, Ellie steps off with her best friend into the unknown. Will Ellie find what she is looking for, or will the truth break her heart in this swash, swashbuckling LGBT sci-fi western? 
tell us a little a, a little bit about the the character. Where did your character come from? Yeah, I'm not like people keep asking me that because I did a couple podcasts. I'm like, I don't remember like what the exact inspiration was because mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't it didn't start like that. I was going to be more more darker. Well, it's still kind of dark, but um, like it was me a main char- The main character was me a male and like like in his 30s or 40s and it'll be more adult but then like all of a sudden it it changed and I don't remember what huh? made me change it well maybe it's in four um point of views and they're all first person mm-hmm. um, so. well maybe you didn't change the main character maybe the main character changed on her own yeah it, especially when I start like making it the characters always just come alive and they, they do whatever they want mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, now, you have a lot. To, right? <laughs> you have a lot of books, don't you? Yeah. So, how is it that you're so prolific? What What's the writing process? Is Is there a plan, or is you just get done with one? Do you start another, or do you have several going at the same time? Um, I learned not to do several at the same time, because especially if it's different uh, point of not point of views, but um, like first person versus third person. I learned not to do that at the same time for two different books. <laughs> that like that switch takes takes a moment but uh i usually write only one at a time i got really prolific during the um covid just because i was from home and that's how i deal with stress mm-hmm. <laughs> is writing and i understand people who can't write when they're stressed but i'm the opposite <laughs> uh um and then I, I write a lot of series and for me like Books two through whatever are a lot easier because I understand the characters, the setting. It doesn't take as much work, I think, mm-hmm. uh, just because like, I already know those things and I don't have to discover them. Yeah, absolutely. No, I could understand that you don't want to go from first person to third person. You would have a big, yeah. you'd have a big mess on your hand. You, you've, got yeah. to, <laughs> you've got to concentrate on that. That's not easy when you're just doing one at a time. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like. I kept like going back and forth, and I'm like, oh, I'm messing up which <laughs> which book I'm writing. So yeah, I learned not to write two books at the same time. So your genres, science fiction, fantasy, romance, were these things that always interested you, or how did you come about to write within these genres? Yeah, I grew up on with Star Wars and reading a lot of Star Wars books, Isaac Asimov, and like always loved like. I loved Harry Potter and all that growing up, and Sailor Moon and anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was just always interested and always was writing stories. My parents recently moved down and brought brought my old stories and they're like from fourth grade. And it was fantasy and <laughs> oh, really I, bad, but <laughs> you know what? It might be really bad to you now, but you. There might be yeah. some little nuggets in there that you could pull out and kind of revive that fourth grade, uh, <laughs> that fourth grade work. I bet there is. There has to be something good in it. It was more. It was more fan fiction, so mm-hmm. I couldn't quite take anything from it. <laughs> and I definitely noticed the same themes that I write now. <laughs> Interesting. That's that's funny. If you were going to write in in a different genre, what would you consider? Uh, John, I I want to write a. Uh, I don't know if it would be like thriller, because it'd be like in the point of view of a like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That'd be a little. That'd be a lot different. I guess like mystery and yeah. mystery thriller. Um, that's my goal next. 
Uh, that'll be fun. And so you're currently working on a young adult urban fantasy series, historic fantasy vampire series. So how is the how is that vampire coming about? Um, that, yeah, that one I'm in the middle of. I need to finish. <laughs> uh, it's called The World of Vampires. I have the first uh, ten, no, yeah, ten novellas done. Mm-hmm. I need to finish the last two, and then I do want to do like a combination where they all meet up, uh-huh. Avenger style kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a lot of fun. I like researching history. I have a getting a degree in anthropology. But yeah, history always fascinated me. Yeah, I was going to even ask about your background because it's varied. You know, you have anthropology and urban <laughs> and environmental planning, and uh, the herbal science is fascinating to me as well. Yeah, I, and I actually started in <laughs> astrophysics, so I'm all over the place. <laughs> but they all help with everything I write. I mean, fantasy, sci fi, all that. I think urban planning helps world building, mm-hmm. and so. It all helps. My mom's like, you never use your degree? I'm like, yeah, I use them every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be sitting in an office to use your degree. I mean, yeah. all of that comes into play and creates what you create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just have a lot of interest in just knowing how things work. That's why I did a lot of hopping around. Um well, it it doesn't seem like hopping to me. It just seems like a very interested and talented and engaged human being. There's so much to know. I mean, why should we con- confine ourselves to just a few things? So no, I'm exactly. I'm fascinated and impressed impressed quite frankly by it. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell us about your writing process. What do you typically do? Do you um, say, all right, I'm, these are the hours I have to write, or do you write when it strikes you? Where where do you write? Just give us a little peek into Danny's writing world. Well, I definitely like NaNoWriMo because there's people online for sprints. That's always encouraging. And I'm like a little bit competitive, so I'm like, I have to write the fastest. <laughs> Which is not the point, but <laughs> at the time. Um, I usually plot, but it's like a two page bullet point plotting. So there's a lot of room for, uh, pantsing. <laughs> right. Um, and the characters always end up changing a few chapters. Uh, I usually get inspiration, write down the characters. Um, I usually typically know how it's going to end first. Um, like what my point of the story is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then like I fill in the rest. Um, mm-hmm. I use Scrivener, which I think is really helpful, especially for like keeping characters and stuff like that. Um, I found a new app called Pluot. It's P-L-U-O-T. And then it has really cool questions for characters and scenes. Mm. keeping track of like your um, outline and I, it's free on your phone oh. and you can back it up to your uh, Google Drive or whatever. Mm. That's really helpful because like if you're like, you know, out doing something, waiting in line, you can answer questions for your characters, add some stuff for your plot. I like that. just discovered it. Then I, I write usually, yeah, I usually put a few hours a day. I haven't lately because I have my tea business and it's Christmas, but <laughs> um, yeah, I try to write every day. Kind of have to for you know. Yeah, you do. And then edit, 
And then I gave my editor a deadline, and then I, I tried to meet it. <laughs> That's how I get stuck on is giving, telling someone I'll have it to them by a certain day. <laughs> Pre-orders up, then you have to be done. Yep. Or Amazon will not allow you to have pre-orders anymore. <laughs> yep. Just scary. <laughs> I do the same thing when I do when I narrate audiobooks. I'll tell the author, "All right, I will have this to you by November 30th." And then, even if I have 10 other things to do, I get it to them usually two weeks beforehand just to say, ah, I got it early. So <laughs> I do the same Never thing. early. <laughs> well, at least you're on time, though, right? Yeah, yeah. usually. Let's, something comes up. Let's take a little sidestep. You me mentioned your tea business ties in with your herbalist, um, your herbal science degree. Tell mm -hmm. us about your tea business. Is that at Foxcraft Apothecary? Yeah, I make nerdy and um, mythology teas. They're herbal and black teas, white teas, all types of teas. I'm on Etsy. It'll be expanding next year. So I'm excited for that. That is exciting. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> it does take a lot of time, does it? So um, folks can go to your Etsy site. What is the title of the Etsy site? Uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash Foxcraft Apothecary. Oh. Foxcraft Apothecary. Um, do you use any of this within your books, any kind of herbal conversations or things going on in, within your books? A little bit. Not as much as I should, but <laughs> I try to like put it randomly. <laughs> All right. Well, something to think about, right? Yeah, I wanna I wanna do like a witch series and really focus on that. But like for what I've been writing, it's not really like the main point, if that makes sense. No, it does. It's kind of weird if I throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, you can't just pop it in. All right, so that's a whole other that's a whole other series that's coming up. We'll have the cauldron with the herbs bubbling inside. Yeah. That made me think of a cover. Let's talk about the cover for your book, Revenge. How did that come about? Um, I end up, I don't know where I saw it. If it was like I have an author's newsletter or something, I saw the art of his book. Oh, yeah, no, it was in his newsletter because I saw him at Seattle Comic Con. And I was like, oh, my God, that art would be perfect for it. And then I, like, tracked down the artist and messenger, and she was a few months out. Um, her name is Mona Finden. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Uh, she's a really good artist. Um, she did all the, she, there's going to be five books in the series, and she did them all already, and I'm excited to oh. reveal them. <laughs> it is exciting. Um, she, she wanted a summary of all the books, so I had to get the plot down for all the books, so it helped me. But I was like, oh, hold on, <laughs> give me a couple days, and I, like, plotted my entire series. <laughs> oh, that, that kind of forced you to get that done, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> And you said something interesting that you normally, you do know what the end looks like. I've had several authors that say that they actually write the end um, and then kind of work from there. So at least they know where they're going. Yeah. I don't write the end. Like, I, I just know where it is, what it will, it will be. But, like, that's the fun part is writing the end. Mm -hmm. And you're like, ah, oh, done. <laughs> For five minutes. And they're like, okay, time to edit. No, I usually I usually leave it alone for a bit and then, and then go back. It. Let's also talk about Ant Hill Studios. 
Yeah, and or Antic Comics. My friend, friend's uh, company is Ant Hill Studios. Okay. She's an artist. We went to high school together, and we decided to make a comic called Hell's Labyrinth. Um, it's the first uh, graphic novel available on Amazon, and then I'll, and you put it in my Etsy. Someone should put on Etsy. Um, <laughs> and it's like a circus take on like Norse mythology. These these uh, seven people get a special golden ticket, and then they're like transported into a Norse world, and hell, the goddess Hell is like trying to sacrifice them so she can um, not be in the underworld anymore. And it was fun. It was definitely a learning process for both of us. Uh, and then we're working on a webcomic still um, for a magical girl-style, uh, kind of like manga-style story. Mm-hmm. So we're both really busy. She has a candle business now, and then I have my Etsy, or have my Etsy too. And then so, so we haven't had time to really work on it as much as we wanted, especially her because she has to draw it. And, like, I can just write it fast. Mm-hmm. And drawing, apparently, <laughs> which is understandable. That's a joke. <laughs> well, that's true, and the, and in comics, obviously, yeah. the illustrations are extremely important. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The learning sounds... process for her because webtoons is a, a way different layout than a regular comic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. A whole new style for you then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool once it's out, but when will that be? No idea. <laughs> it's just a work in progress. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. You got a lot of irons in the fire and uh, yeah. a lot a lot going on. I love that because I'm also going to mention that you say that you started an indie publishing company called Foxtails Press. So what's that all about? Oh, that's just, I was going to uh, like open up to other books, but I haven't yet because I just want to get mine <laughs> going. Um, but someday that was one of my plans is like, you know, take care of all the editing for the book and all that and help people publish. Um, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. I mean, that's that yeah. could end up being a full-time. <laughs> you might not even be able to write once you get that kind of a thing going. Yeah, so it's kind of a future thing. So I'm, like, getting my books going and all that and, like, figuring out marketing once I feel like, oh, I know I'm uh, really good at marketing and then I, then I can feel like, I would be able to do stuff like that. Sure. There, yeah, especially since, like, I was doing good Facebook marketing uh, on ads, and then they just changed their policy, and then it dropped. Mm. I'm like, ah. Oh. I was like, back to the drawing board. <laughs> oh, my. Well. I'm doing good on Instagram. So what's with the fox? Why fox tails and fox craft? I just like foxes. Oh. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> And it just kind of keeps the, you know, like, oh, it's the same person, but different things. Yep. <laughs> you like fun. Branding. Okay. I thought maybe that was like a your spirit animal or something. Yeah, that that too. Like, my, my friend's a wolf, so I joke I'm a fox because I know I am. I get all the stories. <laughs> Can't outfox the fox. Yeah. <laughs> My dad always used to tell me that about himself. Anytime I thought I was getting away with something, he said, oh, you can't fox the fox. So once I got older, I told that to my kids. So we kind of have a fox <laughs> thing going, too. That's why I asked you, because foxes kind of play a role in our in our family. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah. So you mentioned Instagram. So 
what do you do to market your book? So if you were offering some tips or hints to other authors about marketing and promoting, what ideas would you share? Uh, be consistent. <laughs> I say that, and then I'm, I'm not as consistent as I want to be, but I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, I, I find, like, what one, at least one, social media that you really love and enjoy, like, making stuff for that social media and focus on that. Don't stretch yourself to, like, all the social media. My focus is Instagram. I think I do. I'm doing pretty good for engagement on there. Because um, I do every other post is a mythology fact of the day, and then the next one is a bookstagram post. And it'll either be my book, um, or it'll be someone else's book, either a book I read or other author who's, you know, new release for them or something like that. And I do like a costume, not really costume, but I dress up and have a cool background. Canva is amazing. If you don't have Canva, I highly recommend getting it and taking, um, I'm pretty sure there's free classes on there. So you can like click a button and it removes the background of a picture if you're like in it. Like, even if you don't have, like, a green screen behind you, it would be easier if you did. So if you got, like, a wall, a blank wall, and then, like, took pictures like that, and then you can change the background. Click of a button. It's crazy. Is that a subscription, do you, or is, it, is there a free form for Canva? There's a free form, um, but I recommend the subscription because then you just get access to everything. Okay. I think it's, like, 10 bucks a month. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe starting out, you know the free but like once you're growing I, I would recommend that so, I mean I use it for everything you could get lost in that and spend a whole day just playing with images oh and, yeah I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have everything and then like I can use it because um, you get stock images for free mm-hmm. and a lot of them are paid like paid images that you find on like Shutterstock and stuff so if you ever needed that for any marketing like way it that's really cheap ten dollars a month oh yeah uh, compared to other stock for sure yeah i've heard of canva i've actually been on the site and i haven't done anything with it so that's that's good to hear that you're you're having good success with it yeah and they have like a lot of templates too so you can either make your own templates which you do for my mythology or you can um just use like you got a new release you can type new release in the little search function and i'll have a bunch of templates you can choose from you can also, if you have branding colors, which I highly make, recommend making a brand, um, there's like the function where you can just click it and it'll change the whole coloring of mm. the post to your brand colors. Oh, easy. So cool. Yeah. You can keep clicking it to like cycle through what is what color until you like it. It's amazing. Right. Someday when I have <laughs> nothing. Have more than one business. Yeah. When I have nothing more to do one day, I'm going to have to play with that and see. Yeah. Well, you said <laughs> it's to, a learning to, curve. It is a learning curve, isn't it? Yeah. I keep discovering new things every day. I'm like, oh, I wish I knew that. <laughs> I did that. Well, thank you. You inspired me to take a peek into that. You also said two very smart things when we talked about marketing. You said to be consistent. Um, sounds simple, but it's not because. Yeah, you, 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 like you say, you, there's so much to do in a day that you 
and out and you didn't tweet or Facebook. And that's the second smart thing you said is maybe just pick one social media because if you're going to try to be on all of these platforms. You'd be doing that all day. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm on all of them either. Uh, I hate Facebook. I don't think it shows too many people. Um, Instagram, I, I get a lot more attraction. I don't, I don't know. I just have Twitter to like bug my friend. <laughs> then I post my book on there. So I'm there. Uh, but yeah, whatever you like, people like different things. I know people who love Twitter and I don't like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also get like Smarter Q or any of those, uh, scheduling platforms. Yes. And I, I like those and that's what I use. Try to get all my, try his keywords, get all my posts for the week or month all ready to go and then it'll publish it for me. Right. Just blast it out where you want it to go. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I, I found that Facebook didn't really garner anything much for me. I just kind of use that as a, family and friend kind of the way you do with Twitter just to bug people but I haven't found that to be beneficial for business purposes yeah me either I um it's nice for groups and you can like find more other authors and stuff like that and you have like organized groups where you talk that's helpful other than like you don't get alerts that people have posted in the group but that's what I use it for mostly All right. Well, thank you for that advice. A lot of good ideas there. All right. As we begin to wrap up, I want to make sure we're not missing anything that you wanted to talk about, anything that we didn't cover that we should. I don't think so. I do have a newsletter, and you get a free novella that's um, a prequel to Revenge. Um, And it'll be up on my website soon. I need to switch it out. Um, do that today. So yeah, www.dannyhoots.com. Actually, simple. <laughs> yep, that is Danny Hoots. D-A-N-I-H-O-O-T-S dot com. Dannyhoots.com. All right, my friend, we kind of bounced around and talked about all the different facets of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is fascinating, I, and I hope you just keep writing and and keep putting your good work out there. It's just, it's a pleasure to read, and it was it was a, a pleasure to get to know you. I'm going to check out Foxcraft Apothecary because I like teas. <laughs> All righty, well, we'll have to do this again sometime. And I thank you for sharing you with us today. Thank you for having me.